Welcome, Wheatland family. This is the podcast you all have forgotten about. So we we did this on purpose. We wanted to do it, and then hopefully it would all get forgotten, and we'd surprise you by coming back to it. Uh, but this podcast uh, is related to cross-reference because we have the pastors in the room, but it is called Two Pastors and a Professor. And what we've been doing, or at least we attempted to do, was to take on a topic relevant uh, relative to our congregation and then explore it. And so we did one on race, and then we started the one on gender, gentlemen. Mm. And then we precipitously dropped it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, Nobody could figure it out. So we just left <laughs> it. Oh, is that the problem? They're I on their own. Why. Yeah, they're on their own. I thought either we had solved it or we hadn't solved it. True. I, I forgot yeah. which, which it was. I don't think it was solved. It. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't solved. It. Okay. It yeah. I, I've been misinformed. Uh, yeah. So uh, we have not solved it. It was not uh, for lack of any other any other uh, will or strength or courage, I don't believe on our part, but it was more the fact that we uh, travel plans and other other things have gotten in the way. So we didn't mean to let it go. So my apologies anyway for not for not picking it up. Um, but we, we'd like to get started on it again. And uh, just as we say that, we're now going to let all of our listeners, uh, all six of them, is that what Luke, you figure they're saying? Yeah, six. that's about six, I think. We're going to let all six down by saying we're not going to start up right now. Right. right. <laughs> so we are going to come back to it. We're just not going to come back to it today. And, and very soon. And very, and very soon, soon. Very soon. In fact, I'm, I'm out of town uh, starting tomorrow and then again on Saturday uh, for a week, but we're going to start it very, very soon. So the week, I think Keith said the week of the 15th. I think that's what we're going to shoot that's for right. here. That's and we'll right. get a recording up. So so we thought we would just get on real quick just to let you know what we're thinking about where this is going. Um, and uh, gentlemen, if you want to kick in here, I don't want to speak for you, but I think what I've appreciated about working with Keith and Luke on this is realizing this is complicated. I think we all know that, mm -hmm. but we don't want to speak rationally. We don't want to come out without thinking through how to support the church in this because our job is not to sort of tell the church what to think on. This is not an official mm -hmm. podcast. It's a place just yeah. for us to think through it. Yeah, I think that's really important, Dan, that what we're not trying to do is give our hot take on something. Right. Right. Uh, that's not that's probably not the most helpful. But what we really want to do is be very um, intentional in setting out some groundwork for having this discussion with each other, but also with our congregation and inviting them into a discussion that actually has a stable floor. We're, yeah. we're happy to have them in the construction zone, but we at least want to have the floor. Hard hats, hard hats on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fair enough. So yeah, fair enough. I think that's what we're hoping to do. Yeah, and I think we bandied around a couple different sort of metaphors about you know, things like creating space to think, space to sort of process um, what are the boundaries that the, the boundaries scripture set maybe are farther apart than we think they are sometimes on some of these mm -hmm. matters, maybe not in the sexual matter, but certainly things that are gendered off times, there's more room than American cultures created. So I think as I've, I've appreciated us talking through it is we, we are trying to create that space so that there's a safe space to talk through it, but a, a safe enough to know that we're going to remain inside the bounds of scripture. We're, we're right. going to make those and those alone as well as we can do it the boundaries of our conversation. And hopefully you find this edifying and hopefully just a way that you can start to think maybe even just a structure, a framework. If I can go back to the construction metaphor, a, a framing of the building. So at least we know where we all are when we have this conversation. So I don't Keith, anything that you want to add to where you think this is headed. Yeah, well, I think so on the 15th sometime during that week, because we want to do that sort of foundational work. That's why as you would expect with Luke and with myself, we'll, we'll go back to Genesis one and two. And 
<laughs> no one should be surprised by this. Yeah, we'd like to go back even earlier. We just can't find anything before <laughs> one and two. So, yeah. So to use to use that as the foundation through which we are on which we build uh, our understanding of of biological sex and then gender, our ideas of gender flowing out of that. So I think it's really important, or maybe we think it's really important mm -hmm. to start with that because that is the one thing that we are absolutely sure of. When you talked just a second ago, Dan, about sort of the cultural, how wide and, or how narrow cultural understandings of gender are, that's the thing that we really struggle with. But what we are sure of is what the scriptures, particularly in Genesis one and two say about sex and what it means to be male and female, particularly in how we image God. And so I think that's a great place for us to start. That's good. And let me just, for those, and I don't, we, we sort of hinted at this or talked about it briefly in our first, first discussion, but I think to help, help you all understand how we've structured it and the way we're thinking through it is to make a very clear distinction between sexuality and gender. So you understand those terms. Um, and then using those as sort of the lattice work, the framework for which we approach these. So, so just a, a and gentlemen chime in here, but just a way to, to clarify for you all, maybe this is just a, to, to plant the seed, a hint, maybe a foretaste, if you will, is the idea of sexuality is that God has created us with a certain sexual, um, a certain sexual identity, a, a sexual character, male and female. And that's very clear, not only in, in Genesis, but Christ refers to this um, even in his own preaching. Mm -hmm. But that sexual reality then leads to cultural expressions of that, which are gender, which how should a woman act and how should a man act? And these are two obviously very related concepts, but intellectually, you can separate them long enough to talk through them and then allow them to inform each other. So I think where we're headed is we're going to look at Genesis and see what it has to say about sexuality. How did, why did God choose when he created his image to create it in two sexes? And there's a lot playing into that in Genesis, I think, where at least Luke has, has taken us. And that'll be the next conversation. The one after that, we're going to separate out and then talk about, so how does that lead to the way cultures separate gender expectations, how ought a woman to act and how, and there's ancient and patriarchal and modern and Muslim and Eastern, and there's all sorts of ways of looking at that. And we're going to unpack that in discussion number three. And then in number four, at least as far as we've got penned down right now, we're going to just take some time to look generally at how our denomination then looks at sexuality and gender specifically, maybe some documents, recent discussions at General Assembly, um, historic stances of the church to try to better understand that. So that's where we're headed. I don't gentlemen, does that sound about right? Yeah, and I think it does. And I think well, one of the things that I'm excited about that we were just talking about together prior to um, hitting the record button uh, is uh, the way in which what role the church has in all this um, uh, at the end of this. So we're going to talk about the PCA, and then we're going to talk about Wheatland, I think, specifically about, okay, this is what we have. Here's what we've talked through. What does that mean for us as a church family? And I, I'm excited about us um, laying out this groundwork and inviting people into a world where this stuff is not just being talked about or statements aren't being written and putting on put on the internet so people know, but that we're inviting each other and our neighbors into a community where this stuff is actually transforming us mm. as hard as it is. It's transforming us into a place of flourishing and, and kingdom witness to a world that is very hungry for mm. life and love uh, that they're not going to find any at anywhere else uh, other than a place that really embodies this and practices it. 
But we don't envision at the end of this town, what I'm guessing is that we'd have a stand out on the corner of, uh, of President Ave uh, blaring some sort of dress code mm -hmm. for men and women at the end. Right, right. Probably not where we're going to end up. Unlikely. 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 <laughs> but, but I think that's helpful because I think what we're what we're thinking of is how, how do we model and live out the love of Jesus? How do we show that? And that that whatever we're doing in our conversations is meant to support us yeah. taking on those very difficult. And, and it's not easy. I don't think what Paul yeah. talks about yeah. in relationships with men and women inside the family and out church. Otherwise, are easy. None of these are easy things, but gracefully, lovingly, faithfully, we want to live those out and encourage one another to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. that we're good models um, and that we glorify God the way he ought to be glorified. So, and, and I think that from the beginning, our people know that this is not just a theoretical conversation, right. although there will be a lot of that. This is a pastoral conversation, and that's our, our heart in all of this. Um, in a time when these ideas are not always presented pastorally, they're presented um, somewhat as teams or us tribes and them tribe yeah that sort of yeah. thing this is a we want this to be a pastoral conversation good well i look forward to that this this will be this will be tough work i think luke you said it mm -hmm. uh off mic this is we, we have hard work to do here and yeah. um and i think we 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 invite feedback obviously um if you feel something is off or something is confusing or difficult in what mm -hmm. we're saying uh, we want to know that the elders will hear from you, the pastors will hear from you. I, I, it's funny, gentlemen, I had this conversation not too long ago with someone in the church, and they had a complaint about something, and I said, it's funny, you haven't brought that up, and she said, oh, that's, that's not my place, and I said, oh, we have to talk about uh, Presbyterian <laughs> governance then, because that's absolutely what you're responsible to do, and I, I think we want to say that if something feels off, you have a responsibility once you've heard to bring it to an elder or pastor, because our governance does not give absolute authority to the leaders, but to the congregation uh, ultimately. And so it is your responsibility. So we want to encourage you if you hear something in the church or from us or in any way that you, you feel you need to bring up, uh, we really encourage you to do that. Or we're asking for it. We're not just, you know, just waiting for it. Oh boy, are we asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because I, I, my, I work over at LBC, so you'd have to come find me, but Luke and Keith are right there at the church. So if That's you have right. any problems, exactly. make sure you call them first. Exactly. No, Happy that's, that's a great point, Dan, is that uh, that's that's sort of uh, and I'm, I mean, we'll get there, but that's that's the sort of leadership model of 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 the scriptures uh, for the life of the church is this sacrificial um, laying down the life and and all of that. It gets wrapped up into this model of um being open and and listening and, and shepherding our people. So yeah, that's thank you for that encouragement to our people. So we'll look forward to this uh, the week of the fifteenth November. Um, at some point during that week, we'll get us time scheduled. So I would say probably latter half of that week, look for the podcast to be posted, and then we'll try, gentlemen, to stick with maybe one a week or one every other week um, mm -hmm. as we get at least those nailed down. If there's more to do on the back end of that, we can always add podcasts to it. So. Sure. Or we can just always do another one of these where we just come on <laughs> talk and, about talking about it. It feels like we did something, but we didn't. <laughs> I've accomplished something. We talked about it. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. This is really helpful. Thanks, Dan. Okay. Thanks, gentlemen.